Hi, welcome to Stepping Forward Podcast with Sarah Susov and Rachel Rawlinson. We are here to talk about all things step families from um, exes to stepkids to finances and court. And Sarah, we have a special guest today that Sarah's going to introduce. I'm super excited. We today, oh, by the way, disclaimer, um, mom, don't listen to this episode. You're not going to like it. There will be some swearing. If you don't like swearing, uh, feel free to skip to the next one. So we have Brit today from the podcast Real Shit with Brit and Wit. And they, they're so fun. I've been listening to the podcast. I've listened to like, I think three or four episodes in my quote unquote spare time. And they are just down to freaking earth. I love it. (laughs) They are honest about everything that's going on in their lives. And so that is what we're hoping for today. Britt um, mentioned that she's a stepmom. And so we reached out to her on social media and she graciously agreed to come be a guest with us. We're super excited. Thanks, Britt. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure to be on with you girls. So Mm. thanks for having me. Of course, we are going to have fun. So we were just talking a little bit before we started recording about your situation of being a step-parent. How many stepkids do you have? So I have one stepdaughter. Okay. Yeah. And you've had her for, you said five years, is that right? Yeah, my husband and I will be together for about five years. I mean, this coming fall. So almost five years, married four and a half years next month. Okay. And that's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) We've made it this far. (laughs) That's a party in a blended family. That can be really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Although I feel that almost worse for him because he took on three kids. I only took on one. He took on three. He's the crazy one. Really. I mean, you never know what you're getting into, so it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> How was that transition for you from being a full-time mom of three kids to being a stepmom also? Uh, you know, it it wasn't actually difficult for me to take on my stepdaughter only because she doesn't live with my husband full time. And so really I was just gaining a stepchild that a few times a week. And I think when you're already mom and you're already in mom mode like that, you really just, she came in and I treated her from day one, like one of my own. Mm -hmm. And And it came natural to me because honestly, when I met my husband, she was three, you know, almost four, so little. And so it's like, you just kind of naturally have that nurturing already mother role. And so, yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, With moms, I do think it's a little bit less of a transition kind of, Yeah. (laughs) even though it's weird not to have them there all the time, but you were divorced too. So did you have your kids with you all the time or no? So my children, I, so I brought in three kids and my husband just had one daughter and my three children, I have full physical custody, but joint um, how do you say that? Joint legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like I can't even, you know, go pierce ears without saying, Hey, are you cool with if I pierce ears, um, move out of the state without, you know? And so, but I do have a full physical custody. So my kids do live with me full time Mm -hmm. and they go to dad's every other weekend for the full Mm -hmm. weekend. And then a couple days during the week. But honestly, we are so civil that my ex could say, Hey, can I have the kids for a full week here? Yep. Sure. Take them. Oh, Why? That's awesome. Because it's that's more free super time. Super nice. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's more free, free time for me. Uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> we have a similar situation with my husband's ex that um, we've taken him on vacations and stuff, and she's been really nice and fine with that. And fine with it. And I think it is a break because she has three other kids too after them. Yeah. And so it's nice to have some of them gone, but then they're mine are older, so they're babysitters, and those are gone. Yeah. Which can't be too easy. <laughs> <laughs> No, it really was um, an easy transition for me to take her on. I think the thing that wasn't the easiest, taking her on was fine. Taking mom on 
was the hard part. Oh yeah. For Taking sure. her mom on was the hard part. So with you having kids and your husband having a daughter and the two different schedules, how did you coordinate to make sure that the kids got to see each other, that you weren't like getting your stepdaughter when your kids were gone? <laughs> yeah. So when we first met each other, my husband and his ex, they were never married, by the way. So okay. mm-hmm. it was kind of a situation where they were young. She kind of knew the relationship wasn't going anywhere. And she thought, I'm going to just stop taking my birth control and oh. you're going to be stuck with me forever sort of situation. Oh, gosh. Um, so it was kind of a thing where he broke things off and she came back a few months later and said, hey, surprise, I'm pregnant. So it was kind of a thing where my husband, you know, obviously he would never take his daughter back, but it was a situation that wasn't easy. It was very volatile. Right. Um, he tried to make things work for the baby and it just was a very volatile relationship. Do you so, feel like she was kind trying to use the um, daughter as a pawn in some ways? Like obviously to keep him tied to her. Yes. But also like to gain control and access to him. Yeah. Um, and, and even from his family and stories I've heard coming from him and even just now knowing some of the situation and how this individual is present time, for sure. Yeah. You, you can see that there's a lot of manipulation there and things like that. And so uh, he tried to make it work though. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was too volatile. And so when he then broke things off, that really was her pawn in the game. It was like, well, you can have her here and here, but there were never overnights. My husband mm-hmm. really had to fight for a lot of time for her, but he never did anything legal because he didn't want to deal with the war. And so you fast forward to him meeting me and, you know, we have all my kids on the weekend and I kept saying, well, why don't you have her overnight? Mm-hmm. Well, mom won't allow it. So mm-hmm. mom would never allow an overnight. Um, it took us about a good over a year of us being married wow. for her to finally be and why it wasn't out of the goodness of her heart. Uh-huh. It was because <laughs> stepdaughters coming over loves her sisters. I mean, she lives for my girls right? and coming over and having sisters and because her mom, she doesn't have any other siblings on that end of it. Uh-huh. And so mom couldn't really say no anymore when stepdaughters saying, I want to sleep over at dad's. I want to sleep over at dad's. I want to sleep over with the girls. It was kind of a thing where it just ended up happening, but she would only allow one night overnight, not multiple. So what we would do is we, to answer your question, that was a tangent. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> is like tangents. to make sure that uh, she would start sleeping over one night a week on the weekends we had my kids. Mm-hmm. So we would keep it on that track. And, and then during the week we would just get her on a night where my kids were home. Right. You know, so it, we just kind of had our whiteboard schedule going on for a while. <laughs> That's great. That's a great way to do it. I'm glad you didn't have to go to court to get that yeah. started anyway. Have yeah. you ever ended up in court since then? We haven't. My okay. husband, is, the way he kind of deals with his ex is very, he's very stern and just to the point. Mm-hmm. And so she will try to pull certain things, but she's also one of those people that it's like she'll backdoor mm-hmm. do things. And so right. out in the front, she doesn't want to actually look like the bad person. <laughs> So she'll kind of backdoor it. He'll shut it down. And then she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. You can have her, you know. I think that's good, though, that she responds that way. Because a lot of people, like I know in Rachel's situation, um, <laughs> she would probably just stand her ground even more if that happened. Yeah. So that's... I think that's good that even though she's high conflict, she can still negotiate. And she cares about what her daughter wants. Yeah. She wants to sleep over. She wants that to happen. Instead of saying, sorry, it's not going to happen still. Honestly, I'm not even to a level where I believe fully that it's that she 
cares what the daughter wants. It's more that she doesn't want to be the bad guy. Yeah. Because when you have daughters saying, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, you're the bad guy if you are saying no. Right. So she, yeah. So it's like, she doesn't want to look like the bad guy, be the bad guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my husband knows that. And so a lot of the times he will purposely ask, (laughs) no, really, if about vacations, certain family events in Mm -hmm. front of the daughter at a drop off or pick up at the door, because he knows now at her age, if she is there and he asks in front, there can't be a made up situation or a no or a right. whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's oh. tricky. He knows how to play the game. He's good. Yeah. He's good that's tricky to navigate for sure. And on my end of things, I'm very chill with my ex. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, I don't, okay, I don't know if you guys know this. This is my third marriage. Uh-huh. So my oldest daughter is from my first. Mm-hmm. My other two kids are from my second. So not only do I have one ex here, folks, <laughs> I've got two. So, so, so much fun. Literally so handle a whiteboard <laughs> schedule. But they are very good dads and they've always been present from day one. They just weren't good husbands. Yeah. So here's the way I look at it. That's a good thing you picked somebody to be a good dad to your kids, even yes. if they couldn't be a good husband for you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no. And so it, it makes it a little trickier with those schedules because mm-hmm. I have to deal with like multiple schedules on my end and then that, but it all works. We've got it down to just a, a solid, I mean, we've got it down. That's great. We've got it down. Five years in and you're finally in the swing of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've got it down. So I heard it takes an average of five to seven years for a family to really blend and like gel together and get things. What advice would you give somebody who's in the first five to seven years where they aren't um, kind of together, things aren't working out, maybe they're frustrated? What kinds of things would you tell them or what's helped you? Okay. Honestly, wow. I don't feel like I'm even qualified to give advice to people. <laughs> I personally have learned from my own crap mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, the the struggle, the thing is, we didn't have issues with our children blending at all mm-hmm. because my stepdaughter came in, like I said, loving the family unit, loving having siblings, and so that wasn't a struggle. So I don't know what to tell people out there that maybe have children that don't get along with each other. What I can tell people, my personal struggles have been trying to get in there and where, how my husband deals with his ex. I know this is a big problem. A lot of the new wives have issues. Like you're going to let her get away with that. You're going to let her control that. You're going to let her act that way. And that was my biggest thing coming in is I had a very hard time kind of going, Whoa, hold on. This is not okay. She can't treat you like that. She doesn't have the right to keep her. She doesn't have the right to say no to a vacation. Mm -hmm. And my husband having to learn that balance between letting him do it his way Mm -hmm. and shutting my mouth, to be honest. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I still struggle with that really hard. So hard, isn't it? (laughs) So that would probably be, probably be my biggest advice. If more to women struggling out there with that Mm -hmm. dynamic, Mm -hmm. learn to have your husband's back and trust that he can deal with her in a certain way and to not take that personal. Right. That's such good advice. I think learning that it's not about you, first of all, and it's not about anything that you did. And also you can't fix the situation. Maybe it's working okay for the biological parents. And also maybe um, you didn't break it. So it's not your job to fix it. It's your job to support and love them. I actually really like that saying because 
that's been my biggest struggle. Like, <laughs> I want to fix all of this for you <laughs> yeah. because I am the chill ex-wife. So even with both of my situations, I mean, my oldest daughter, her dad and I, it seems like he was a weird old distant boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We were together for a hot minute. I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. it didn't seem like, you know, we were like young college, like, oh crap. Oops. We got pregnant. Right. We should probably get married and do the right thing. Right. And so, um, <laughs> but, but I'm the, <laughs> you guys should have seen the eye roll. It that was, was awesome. a great face. <laughs> I roll going on. But no, so in my book, it's like, hey, anytime they want the kids, cool. More mm-hmm. free time for me. I'm gonna hit up the gym. I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna take right. a bath. I'm gonna clean my house and watch it stay clean. If they, if there's no threat. So I think my advice too for um maybe even maybe even the other side of it, women that have the kids that don't want to give the control to the ex, right? Mm-hmm. And don't wanna and especially if the ex is remarried. I look at my husband's ex like this. It probably wasn't easy for her at all either to watch this yeah. new girl come in. He never wanted to marry her. Right. Not for a second. He knew me for five minutes and his family was like, you're different. He wanted to marry me with three kids. My husband never <laughs> even wanted children, you guys. He was, oh my gosh. He was that guy. Anyone <laughs> that knows him is like, he never wanted to get married, never wanted to have kids. People are shocked by it, right? Right. So I think it couldn't have been easy for her. I will give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. there. It probably sucked for her mm-hmm. to come in and see, you know, yes. the cute new wife taking on her kid. Her mama bear claws were coming out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's my advice on the other end of it. If you are the mom who has the kids who have to let them go to dad's, let it happen. Because mm-hmm. the kid, yeah. if he's wanting to be a good dad or, you know, if there's men out there listening, if they want to be a good mom, let them go. Take that time for yourself. Learn yourself again. Give yourself time because parenting is very difficult. Right. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Even through the jealousy or whatever bull emotions you're feeling, they're real. Mm -hmm. But through that, don't you think like, yeah. And I think that's super good advice because we don't always as parents take enough time for ourselves. And as step parents, I think there's some kind of like, we come in and we have the system that's working out really well for us. And we're like, oh, you guys should adopt this. Yeah. And that was for me. I came from a family that was very like, we're right all the time. And so I thought (laughs) I was right all the time. (laughs) I'm not, but, but that was really hard to learn too. And just to let go of that and to, um, let, and kind of give, like you said, give bio mom the benefit of the doubt, because I think it would be hard to say, you know what, like our family didn't work out. Um, he didn't want to be with me. I didn't want to be with him. Whatever happened, it didn't work, but, um, now there's this thing and it's been happening and it's working for them and they're happy. And, and then I have to send my kids over there. And I think as a mom, I don't know, but I think as a mom, you love your kids and it's kind of like a piece of your heart is out walking around all the time without outside of you. So sending them to somebody that you don't know would be really tricky too. Here's the, you have to balance it though, because you can give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and say, I could see how this could be difficult for her, but girl, that does not justify you treating me like a piece of garbage at Mm -hmm. the same time. Because there are step moms and parents out there that really don't treat their kids very good. The stepkids. And I've had people say from day one, my stepdaughter had a bed in my home and Mm -hmm. her own room and her own space, even when she wasn't even allowed to sleep over. But I came in thinking, well, even though she can't actually spend the night, I can't have her here not having a bed. Right. I mean, and 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 have her feeling like she has a room mm-hmm. because uh-huh. one day she will be able to. Mm-hmm. And so in my book, it was difficult because I came in being so accepting of this little girl and treating mm-hmm. her just like my own, honestly, probably better. <laughs> yeah. Don't you agree? <laughs> well, yeah, because then you you have like this extra boundary of like 
you're not going to cross those lines, right? Yeah. So you are nicer to those kids. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, it's almost like kids coming over for a play date and you're like, oh, I'm like the cool play date mom, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because here's the deal. You're like, "Uh, you're being annoying, but I can't lose my shiz on you because you're not my real kid. And then my kids are sitting there being like, why do you yell at us? But you let her get away with everything. And I'm like, because I can't fully be mean to her like I am. Right, right, right. Well, and then the first time you do like kind of lose it with your stepkids, they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm terrified of this woman. (laughs) No, I think my stepdaughter, she actually, she's grown so much from being in our family because she does kind of see the dynamic of like, whoa okay, my sisters don't get away with that. I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's like, she comes over just being like this little angelic thing all the time. Yeah. Like, just, she fits right in. She just, she loves when the other siblings are getting in trouble and she's kind of just like, mm, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> I love that. She's just highly motivated oh, to be a good kid. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to get in trouble. Oh yeah. She knows how to play the game. Which I think is interesting because oh. not all kids do. I was talking to one of my coworkers who's a stepmom. And she was saying that she was super hard on her kids and had good expectations. And her stepkids, she had the same expectations for them. Like they would do chores when they got home. They had a list of things to do. And if um, they didn't do their chores, they would get extra chores. And that was the same for her kids and the other kids. But her kids knew that and continued to know that. Even though the youngest was four, when she got her stepkids, they never learned it. So I'm glad that yours is learning it because I think stepkids can kind of, sometimes they struggle a little bit to adjust to rules and consequences and sounds like she's motivated to do good. She does. And honestly, my husband, we parent the same way. And that is something that makes it work as well. Mm -hmm. Because when my stepdaughter is doing something that's out of line or not okay, he's not the dad that's kind of like catering to her. Right. Because, oh, I only see her once a week. No, he will put her in her place and Mm -hmm. he'll say, hey, this is unacceptable. This is dramatic. You can sit here and cry about this if you want, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to give this attention. Right. And I'm kind of over in the corner, like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, All right. this is, uh, this is good. <laughs> you know, but, but he'll that. do the same with my kids as well. Yeah. And I, this is something I think step families, it might be difficult. Do you, do you girls want, okay, wait, how do I want to phrase this? Do you discipline your step kids or do your husbands di- discipline your kids? Like how do how does that work for you guys? So sure. Um, so for um, for my stepkids, what we've done is we, I've had my husband set up kind of like a, a discipline expectation, and then what the consequences are, so that if he's not around, like I can put that in place and okay. say like this is what you agreed to with your dad, so this is what's happening. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> but I didn't bring any kids into the marriage at the start. So okay, so with our son together, I mean, it's just kind of like you're the parents like, both. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. So, because that was our thing. Yeah. My husband doesn't feel comfortable disciplining my older girls. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm kind of the wife that's like, no, no, no. Get in there. Right. Help me. <laughs> Help me, please. Anything you do is going to be golden here. I can't do this all by myself. Yeah. Right. So that's why I was just curious. I guess I didn't think um, the the dynamics are different between us. But... Yeah, they're a little different, but but there are some similarities for mm-hmm. sure. And I know, Sarah, you've talked about this a little bit before, but how, how do you guys do that? You're good. Um, we, <laughs> my girls, honestly, are really pretty good most of the time. They have... The older one has ADHD, um, and so she's had a few struggles related to that. 
um, mostly in like remembering to do stuff. And sometimes I get frustrated with her for that. But I found for her, especially now that she's 18, it comes so much better from my husband because I'll ask her to do stuff, you know, un irrational, unreasonable stuff, like pick up her plate from the den and bring it into the kitchen. How dare you? And she's like... <laughs> Yep. And she just gives me kind of this attitude, one word answer. And she's not like defiant. And I know she's been really stressed out lately too. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, it's coming better for my husband. So yeah. if I feed him information <laughs> and then have him do it, it works out a lot better. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Sure. But I don't know. That's probably the one thing in our home that mm -hmm. has been just, it doesn't come easy for my husband. Right. And then, like I said, I can't discipline my stepdaughter the way I Right. usually lose it on my own kids. But besides <laughs> that, we've really transitioned like super well. And honestly, besides our actual exes and dealing with those dynamics mm -hmm. as a unit and a family and a whole, we've, we've gotten through a lot of stuff and it hasn't been like this nightmarish experience. The only nightmarish experience for me personally has just been dealing with the fact that why does mom think so negatively of me and not like, me? Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That is so hard. So that's tough. Um, so you guys have a lot of different blended situations going on. At least your, your kids and stuff do. Right. And, uh, yeah. and, um, three exes between you, right? Just two. Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, my stepdaughter's mommy. Me. Right. Yeah. So that so side of it. Her. And then I have two exes, but none, right. this is the thing. None of our exes are actually remarried. Okay. So my kids don't go over and have stepmoms and kids. Okay. And my stepdaughter doesn't have any other siblings. Her mom's in a relationship for a couple of years, but not, it's not like a, there's no other kids there either. Right. So, so one thing we've struggled with is the different discipline systems between houses and different um, expectations between houses. So have you guys worked on that at all? What's going on in your situation? Do you have any like Disneyland parents? Oh, how so much called? time do we have left here on this episode? All the time you want. We might need a part two here with Rick. Yeah, that's a great one. So my ex-husband that I share two children with, so my most recent, mm -hmm. uh, definitely Disneyland parent. Mm -hmm. um, I will hear stories that he will discipline my son. My son is very difficult. Five years old. He just, I don't know. It's my only boy. Mm -hmm. They're crazy. <laughs> They're they crazy. Are. They are. But he also knows he like he's not a mama's boy, he's a daddy's boy. Mm -hmm. So he also knows I can get whatever I kind of want with dad. Uh -huh. Um and my and my ex-husband makes a, a good amount of money. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of spoilage over there, a little bit more, you know. And so yeah, it's it's a, it's definitely a thing where sometimes I'm going, why would you give the five-year-old Red Bull because he right. asked for it? <laughs> yeah. Why is the five-year-old watching um a really inappropriate movie like Deadpool? <laughs> oh gosh. No. Like oh. we're in our household it's so frustrating because I'll have conversation after conversation of like, please, like, why is this stuff happening over there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll just, it's like, you're never really listened to. Right. So that's probably my struggle with my ex personally, my oldest daughter's dad. I mean, like I said, him and I are pretty much like, it's, there's nothing really going on there. Like, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, that he comes home, he's probably actually more, um, what's the word strict and uh -huh. overly protective of our daughter where my daughter actually comes home to me and says, why dad thinks my pants are too tight. He treats me like I'm a baby. He doesn't even understand. We've already had the sex talk. Like she really, no, she really, she gets more annoyed with her dad. Like, why yeah. does he treat me like this? Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, so I'm more like, oh, he's solid. He, he doesn't even know it's <laughs> right over there, but 
Um, but yeah, my ex and I have that. And then my stepdaughter's mom, she, yeah, that's a whole different, whole different <laughs> scenario over there. Have you found anything to be successful in either like the way that you deal with her or the way that you deal with like your thoughts and emotions about her? Um, stepdaughter's mom. Yeah. Okay. We asked me that one more time. Okay. So ask. have you found any strategies for you that are helpful in dealing with either dealing with her or dealing with the thoughts and feelings that she creates in you? Um, okay. It took me a few years to really get down off of my fighting platform mm -hmm. because every little thing I wanted to just like go into attack mode and she's the same way. Yeah. So we do not mesh well together. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times it's like when you, I would think something was okay. Like she would kind of say, Oh, I just want to be to a point where you and I can have a great relationship and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, really you're doing this now <laughs> you know so my feisty little like east coast italian side right, yeah i want to get scrappy <laughs> so it took me a few years to really like understand to not take this stuff personal that this is an individual that i was literally warned about coming into the mm -hmm. situation by my husband's family mm -hmm. and so i had to kind of get to a place where i stopped taking things personal and just understand this is kind of just an overly dramatic, unhappy individual yeah. that is going to make big issues out of small things and going <laughs> to try to make everything, you know, dramatic mm -hmm. and whatever. And so I don't really know if there's like a specific thing I did. It just took me a lot of fails, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of telling, no, really a lot yeah, of telling I mean, her off and yeah. having it just make things 10 times worse mm -hmm. to realize, eh, just laugh at it. Right. Just start mm -hmm. to laugh at it. And my husband always said, you've got to come to a place. Cause I would always be like, how does this not drive you nuts? How do you deal with this all the time? And you act like you don't even care. And he would say, because I just laugh at it. The behavior is ridiculous. The victim, I, she's always a victim. Uh -huh. He goes, it's, it's actually funny to me. He goes, so I talk to her the bare minimum, whatever I have to, that has to deal with our daughter. Mm -hmm. And other than that, anything she tries to tell me, these off the wall stories, <laughs> excuses, whatever. He goes, I just laugh at it. It's ridiculous. Right. And so I had to kind of like adopt, I guess, my husband's way of looking yeah. at it. But it's very <laughs> difficult still sometimes. I'm still working on it yeah. so hard. Um, so many fails, girl. Honestly, so many fails. One of my friends was like, I was talking about my husband's ex-wife and kind of talking about her family and some of her history and stuff. And my friend said, well, can you ever just like maybe feel pity for her? Mm. And I was like, I do. But then she does something else that makes me <laughs> want to lose it. It's so hard. There's always a new trigger. So hard. Well, and things are so manipulated. But if you call her out on it, it's such a perfect backdoor thing. And this is what my husband yeah. warned me about. This is a very backdoor person. Yeah. So she's got her motives, but she's never going to make it look like that. Because then if you call her out, she's able to say, what? She'll manipulate it That's another way. That's not what I yeah. was doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys just think I'm horrible. And then she's the victim again. Right. And so, yeah, those are my hard things. Cause I'm oh. real and I'm like, yeah. You want to play this game? When you're a genuine person, dealing with a person like that is like, you can't even fathom how their brain is working. And so you're like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also somebody who I think has made my husband out to be kind of this deadbeat dad and this person that never cares. And, yeah. you know, for even before I came into the picture and that's very difficult for me because it's like, he's an amazing dad. Right. Yeah. And so my claws are out. Right. I had a similar thing with my girl's mom at first. Um, 
And I think I told Rachel this on a couple episodes ago that we, she um, had three kids with autism and that kind of mellowed things out for us. So we just kind of lucked out that way. (laughs) She was like, I don't have the energy to fight anymore, but she used to do that all the time too. And it would drive me crazy. And then one day my father-in-law had a heart attack and uh, he, I think it was his second one. And we were in the hospital and I walked past the gift shop and it had a sign in there that said, you do not have to attend every argument you're invited to. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's actually a thing. I need to have it made, but it was life changing. Oh, Jan cuts vinyl. That. We'll cut it for you. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, Britt. So we've been talking a lot about what's challenging and what's difficult about step parenting with you. Um, what has been a benefit of step parenting for you? What's a way that you've grown? Okay. So that's a great question. Uh, I think a lot of people focus on all so much of the hard that you don't really sit back and think, how has this actually made me grow as a person? Um, definitely emotions that I never thought I would feel are that I've grown in are being able to put some of my selfish stuff aside for a child that isn't mine Mm -hmm. and almost putting myself into that child's shoes. Because I think as a stepmom, you focus so much sometimes on this behavior isn't fair. This isn't how I do things here. This isn't how we do things here. And sometimes I actually step back and think, how does my stepdaughter feel sometimes maybe coming in to my home Mm -hmm. where there's sisters that live here and all the kids live here full time. And she might sometimes feel like, you know, the outsider, even though in my head I'm going, well, I treat her just like one of my kids and she's always welcome. She has her own room and we always do family stuff together. Sometimes I do have to stop and think, what are some maybe emotions going through her little mind when she comes over sometimes, you know? So I think, you know, to answer your question, it's helped me definitely be more selfless in life, which is always a great thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's helped me see some insecurities come out and learn how to deal with those. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there have been moments in our marriage where I've questioned, would it have just been easier to not be a step parent. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, no, because I think it's that just general thing in life where you go, we go through things to become stronger Mm -hmm. and to learn more about ourselves. And I definitely have. So that's amazing. So the good outweighs the bad for sure. Yeah. At the end of the day, sometimes in the moments, it doesn't feel that way. We can testify to that. Yeah. That's a true story. <laughs> Amen, sister. No, I think it's really important that you brought that up because a lot of times as step parents, we kind of think about ourselves and our feelings a lot, but we don't think about how hard it is on the kids to go back and forth between two houses, two sets of rules, two different parenting styles, yeah. everything like that. So those emotions that come up for the kids, we have to manage our stuff so they can manage their stuff. It can be really tricky. Yeah. What? If you were going to start over and you knew what you knew now, what would you do differently? Oh, boy. Um, Here on a funny note, I would probably just stifle a lot more (laughs) than blabbering it out to my spouse. Uh, No, but really, I think I would, oh, knowing what I know now, yeah, not always be in the mode of trying to control everything Mm -hmm. really, Mm -hmm. because I've learned after, you know, four and a half years to just chill out about some of it. It's not the end of the world. 
everything right. just always felt like the end of the world to me. Yeah. I was on like hyper alert all the time. If my husband had to deal with something with his ex, it was like, you know, and now I've just learned to kind of chill out. It's not in the, this sound, this might not come out right, but I've almost had to start looking at things like, no, in the end, I, I win here. Right. Okay. That sounds selfish, but what I mean by that, <laughs> but in, what I mean by that is I'm someone who came in struggling with some insecurities about mm-hmm. this is a child that he shares with her and not me. And I would let those insecurities really get the best of me. Mm-hmm. And I would always be so focused on it's not my child with him and the insecurities and the feelings there that I never actually sat and realized, no, I don't need to feel that way because I'm the wife. I get the family. I get him. I get this now. Uh And my husband would actually always tell me that. Does that make sense? Like he would always say, you don't need to feel threatened by this situation. Like you're it for me. Like we've got a beautiful family, but it doesn't ever really matter what they say. We've we've got our crazies that talk to us in our head. Rationalize that away, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I think if I could do it all over again, it would just, I wish I knew that in the beginning and it would have saved a lot of fights, a lot of mm-hmm. insecurities, a lot of, I don't know. Yes. Um, and I, really with my stepdaughter, there's nothing I would do differently because from day one, I've treated her like my own. Mm-hmm. I think I would just have to do things differently with my husband and how I handled <laughs> yes. some of those insecurities. <laughs> and it kind of sounds like with yourself too. And just because like you said a minute ago, it doesn't matter what they say necessarily. Yeah. They can tell you the, you're the most beautiful one in the world. You're perfect, everything. But if you don't feel it inside, then it's not going to help. So yeah. it sounds like some work with yourself too yeah. that you've done has been really helpful. And I think going back to even my stepdaughter's mom in those situations, I if I could go back, there are so many times I would have put that phone down and not sent those text messages. <laughs> I mean, really, really yeah. because you think you're getting, you know, your, your justice, but you're really not. Right. And it, it, at the end of the day, it just caused more turmoil between mm-hmm. everybody. And so put the phone down, stifle some of the things and learn to love yourself more. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome advice, Brittany. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Is there anything else you want to share about being a step parent or um, encouragement you want to give to other step parents? Um, oh, I like just felt the emotions kind of choke me up a little bit. <laughs> I really, again, don't feel like I'm any expert on this. It's really just <laughs> trial and error and learning. But I think just for any of the women out there that are really the places I can pull from are places of insecurity and jealousy and emotions like that. So Mm -hmm. just if you are the women out there that are really struggling with like the feelings of your husband, sharing children with another woman and not knowing how to control all of that, just, ah, yeah. Um, you, you gotta figure that out Mm -hmm. because it will cause so much heartache in your own marriage. And at the end of the day, it's not worth it because your husband did choose you and they do choose you. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I want to throw out there. My husband would always say to me, be the best stepmom you can be here. And that's all you can control because my daughter is going to grow up. He would say, she's going to grow up and have the best memories at our house. Mm -hmm. And look at you. If you give that stepchild or that ex on the other end reasons to call you crazy or to be able to say you're doing something bad, then they win at the end of the day. So just, he would always try to say to me, focus on being the best stepmom you know how here, mm-hmm. do the family nights, be loving, 
just be the cool mom. Right. And you win at the end of the day, you know? And yeah. so I don't know if that makes sense, but that's really all I could from my personal experience throw out there and treat your stepchildren, give them a place to feel safe in your home. Mm -hmm. You know, because I, yeah. uh, this is a fun fact. I grew up as a stepchild oh, okay. and my dad was remarried and, uh, I, I didn't have my own space over there. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a bedroom or anything to go to. And so I did, I felt like I would go to my dad's and I would sleep on the couch oh. and my, my stepsisters had room and we were always close. I mean, I didn't feel unloved. There wasn't abuse or anything. It was right. just now that I look back at that, I'm like, oh yeah, that was messed up. <laughs> wow. I, was, you know. I like that we were talking during the break about how you gave your stepdaughter a place right from the get go. And I think that's super helpful because sometimes you just need some space from your family as much as you love them. Yeah. And as a little kid, sometimes you just need time by yourself. So I think that's awesome. Well, she'll always have her own room. And um, we have, you know, enough space for everybody to have, you know, room. my daughter has her own room. My son has his own room. But my stepdaughter and my other daughter, they're just like a year apart. Mm -hmm. So they have bunk beds. Yeah. But her you know, bed has her name and like the cute wood letters above it. Uh -huh. She's got her own, you know, toys there. Uh -huh. um, we've offered to have clothes there, but you know, there's really no need for it uh, at this point. But uh -huh. yeah, she has her own space. Uh -huh. And I think that that's, I've had my own blood child uh, in the very beginning kind of complain like, well, she's never even here. Like, why does there have to be a bed? Uh -huh. And I shut that down instantly to my yeah. own daughter. I uh -huh. said, nope, you wouldn't want to go to dad's. How would you feel if uh -huh. you went to dad's and he was remarried? And you went in there and you didn't have a room at dad's house. Yeah. And then it kind of clicked in her little kid brain, like, oh, okay. And now they share a room and are happily ever after. But yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you've been really intentional about the way you've step parented. And I love that. Thinking oh, through you. what it's like for the kids. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed getting to know you. Thank and you. I'm very grateful that you came here and we got to meet you in person. That's Thank a fun experience. So <laughs> Thanks so much for coming here. Um, and to our listeners, we encourage you to catch a Brit's podcast. Yeah. Real, real shit. Real with shit Brit and Wit. Wit. Uh, yeah, we cover all topics. We mm -hmm. cover divorce, blended families, insecurities, comparison, pretty much anything that's in a woman's head. <laughs> what are we talk about? It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And in case you can't tell, Brit's really fun. So it's fun uh. to listen to the podcast too. But I love the message of it that we all have our own stuff going on, no matter how things look on the outside, that we all have our own mess. And we're normal and it's okay. And it's okay to share that with other people. It doesn't change anything about our worth and we can have fun talking about it. I would like to add this in. Honestly, I just had this thought pop in and feel like I have to say it. Mm -hmm. For all of the women out there that are struggling with the biological mom mm -hmm. and maybe feeling some jealousy or those emotions, just know she is sitting there too, mm -hmm. probably stalking your Instagram, <laughs> feeling the same way about you because that's what we're all doing as women. So that thought just popped in. Like sometimes that helps me kind of realize that too. You know yeah. what? Maybe she's struggling with me too. And yeah. Right. So that that's some advice I forgot to say earlier. That that's I some great advice. And how different would this world be if instead of stalking each other's Instagram and comparing, <laughs> we could actually, you know, support each other as women. And yeah. I feel like um, we've had a really good experience here today and also been able to support each other and support each other's podcasts and emotions and yeah. everything. So oh, what a great world it would be if we could all get to that place, right? You girls are awesome. You could probably teach me a lot about being a stepmom. So. <laughs> We're always Thanks. learning too. You said some really good things that are helpful today. <laughs> yeah. What's a community of learning. Yeah. So. <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you all for listening today. Um, You've been listening to Stepping Forward Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at steppingforwardpodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on social media. At Step Forward Show on Instagram and I almost said Pinterest, the other one, Twitter. (laughs) And then we have the group Stepping Forward Podcast on Facebook and also the page by the same name. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We hope to hear from all of you soon. And in the meantime, keep on stepping.